Coming up, a very special edition of Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Welcome to Leading the Way Live in London. We're celebrating 20 years of ministry in the United Kingdom. Thousands are gathering at Methodist Central Hall in the heart of London for a time of thanksgiving and praise. Featuring a message from Leading the Way President, Dr. Michael Youssef. Music by international worship leader Noel Robinson and the All Souls Choir. Sing it! Jesus, you are In the New Testament, it tells us about three different people who have placed their hopes in different things, and they were sorely disappointed. They were devastated because none of these could protect them. One of them came to Jesus. He wanted, really, genuinely wanted to follow Jesus. But because he could not place his total trust in Jesus and not in his net worth, he was devastated. The Bible calls him rich young ruler. Then there is a rich man whose strength was focused, was only on growing of his business. And then there's a third one who's so self-centered, he lived for self, he worshipped self, he cared for nothing about anybody else. The first man was called rich young ruler, came to Jesus wanting to really, really, Really? Follow Jesus. (laughs) This man had all of his trust firmly established in his net worth. In Mark chapter 10 verse 17, I always give you the Bible reference, (laughs) you will see that this man was full of enthusiasm. This man was really sincere. This man was eager to give of himself to Christ. This man was loved by Jesus. In fact, Jesus loved his enthusiasm. He loved his eagerness. He loved his optimistic, positive attitude. Jesus loved his willingness to serve Jesus. But then all of that came to a deflating, disappointing, and discouraging reality. He could not place his complete trust in the Lord and not in his couple of donkeys. Because that's what they call rich people back then. They may have more than two donkeys. Although his search indicated that he was empty in spite of his money. He was needy in spite of his wealth. He was restless in spite of his resources. He was lost in spite of his trust fund. He just could not make the transition from trusting in his own possession to trusting in Jesus. This young ruler had desperate need to be eternally saved. That's what he desperately needed to be eternally saved. So, when he learned that Jesus is the nearby vicinity, Mark chapter 10, verse 17, it says that he ran up and he knelt before Jesus. This is more than some professing Christians do today. 
He could not wait to have answers to his deepest questions. He was not embarrassed by the fact that although he was famous, he was well known, he was prominent, he bowed to Jesus. He did not mind losing face with his peers because he was crying for help. He needed help. He wanted to be saved eternally. He was highly motivated and he was anxious. And he came seeking the right thing, eternal life, because that's what it's all about. What must I do to inherit eternal life? That is the question that every human being must be asking. What must I do to inherit eternal life? How can I earn it? And so he came to the only one who could give him eternal life. He can earn it in 10 million lifetimes. He came to the only one who could give him eternal life. My beloved friends, listen to me, listen to me. That is the crux of the gospel preaching. All the other things are wonderful, but this is the crux of the church's message. We have no other message than offering eternal life through Jesus Christ and death on the cross and the resurrection on the third day. This is the crux of your personal witness. Anything else is going to be just things. It's whomsoever comes to Jesus, confessing their sin, repenting of their sin, will receive forgiveness of that sin here and now, and eternity with Jesus in heaven. Can I get an amen? amen? When you come to Jesus, there's a whole lot of blessings that come from salvation. <laughs> you get real peace in the midst of turmoil. You get personal identity in the midst of confusion. You get joy in the midst of trouble. But these things are just the icing on the cake. It's the cake that we need to be after. Amen? And the cake is the forgiveness of all of our sins and eternal life with Jesus. Solomon was saying, the name of the Lord is what? No doubt, many people, they run to the name of the Lord when they get into trouble. There are many people run to the name of the Lord when they're fearful and desperate and need help. I was talking to a former neighbor of mine, and I was talking about the Lord always... It's the only thing I offer people. <laughs> and he said, well, I, I did this when I was in Korea. I said, what then? He said, I said, I took care of it. I said, you took care of it. <laughs> Are you living for him? No. I thought this is it. You just do it. And uh, he thought he was going to die, so he took care of it. No. That's not how it works. In times of fear and anxiety, many people run to the name of the Lord. Why? Out of fear. But only the righteous... When they run to the name of the Lord, they'll become strong, fortified, and protected. Only those who acknowledge their sin and repent of their sin will find a safe harbor. Only those who are closed by the righteousness of Jesus, not our own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus will be strengthened. Only those who have been adopted by God through Jesus will be strengthened. Only those to whom the Lord Jesus is the only rock upon which they firmly trust will be strengthened. Only those to whom Jesus is the only strong tower will find protection and strength in the times of fear and anxiety. So the question is, what is Jesus doing with this young ruler? Actually, what he's trying to get him to do, he's helping him to have his soul open bare. Would he choose mammon 
or would choose the master? Would he choose his wealth or the giver of wealth? Would he choose to put his faith in his net worth or in the cross? In his case, sadly, money won. A dear friend of mine from Australia, back in the 80s, was worth hundreds of millions of dollars, made a lot of money, and lost it all. I mean, lost every bit of it and some. And he went crying to the Lord. He said, Lord, what's happening? And the Lord says, well, you fell in love with the blessing, and you cease to fall in love with me, the blesser. And he said, we can do this one of two ways. We can do it your way. He said, I gifted you to make money. So we can do it your way, I can do it my way. He said, your way, Lord, your way. I know this man today, I know him, to be again blessed of God, but he's a conduit. He gives it all away. You see, God is looking for conduits. God is looking for channels. But this man came to Jesus, had a flimsy tower in his wealth, and not in the name of the Lord. The second one is in Luke chapter 12, verse 16. This man's business model was a true success. I mean, this man's business strategy would have been written in our Wall Street Journal or your Financial Times. I mean, this man would have had books written about him and his business acumen. This man plunged into his business venture and uh, blotted out any thought about the name of the Lord. He said... I'm going to build the new and bigger barns. Nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, he said, um, I'm going to expand my business. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. He said, I will plan to be richer than ever. That's fine too. He said, I'm going to build places in Jericho and uh, in the north for the summer and the Negev for the winter. What then? What then? Here's the key. Here's the key. Verse 19 of Luke 12. This man said to himself. He said to himself. Now let me tell you something. Be careful what you say to yourself. We all self-talk. Don't deny that. Be careful what you say to yourself. Especially when nobody's watching. Especially when you're all alone. Especially when nobody knows. What do you say to yourself? Let me give generously to the work of the Lord. That's what the righteous does. Let me help others. No. That's what the righteous does. He said, I will say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for you for many years to come. Take it easy. Eat and drink and be married. Play golf seven days a week. Go fishing seven days a week. But God said, see, he said to himself, but God said, he said, but God said, you with me? He said to himself, but God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? The third man was totally focused on self. The object of worship was self. His time and talent and treasure was all on self. He had physically needy, incapable person right at his doorstep named Lazarus. But he closed his eyes. And Jesus said, 
He ended up in Hades. He ended up in the place of torment. You know, the one thing about this man who was all into self-worship, you may have read the passage, you may know it, you may have heard about it, but just, I don't want you to miss it. 60 seconds in hell, and he became a great evangelist. (laughs) He did. Father Abraham, send Lazarus to rise from the dead to witness to my five unsaved brothers so they don't come to this place. William Booth, the founder of Salvation Army, used to say, all the training my officers need is five minutes in hell and they will be on fire evangelists. Amen. Amen. I weep when I preach on hell because real people are going there and it grieves my soul. I don't want anybody to go there. That's why God gave us a vision back in 2018. By 2025, I want to be able to see a million souls in heaven who came to the Lord because of you in the UK and in Australia and in Canada and the United States and those in the Middle East who my partners are working. So together we reach one million souls for Christ. The name of the Lord is the righteous run into it and they are Recession or no recession, they are safe. Whether the market goes up or down, they are safe. Whether there is a boom or bust in the economy, they are safe. Whether the world is in turmoil or not, they are safe. Life or death, they are safe. What about you? What about you? Some of you came long distance and they're difficult circumstances with the strike and everything else. But I don't want to ever, ever, ever miss an opportunity to bring the Word of God to you individually. You see, God doesn't see you as a big crowd sitting here in this wonderful, beautiful auditorium. He sees you as a person individually. He knows you by name. He loves you by name. He cares for you by name. He died on the cross for you by name. So what about you? You've never given your life to Jesus Christ as your only Savior and Lord. Today is the day. Ask Him to forgive all of your sins and to set you free from guilt and sin and the dominance of sin. And when you do that, you're going to find open arms. Always visualize Jesus with open arms. He's waiting for you. He will welcome you. You may have known these truths. You may have believed these truths in one stage. But then with all the stuff going on, you allowed the worry and anxiety to rob you of the joy of running to that strong tower. It's never too late. I often say, as long as you have breath, it's never too late. I'm going to ask every eyes closed and every head is bowed. 
And if you would say, Michael, I want you to pray with me and for me. I want to run to that name of the Lord, the strong tower. Just stand up where you are. I'm going to pray with you. I'm not going to prolong this. I'm not going to ask you to come down. I'm just asking you to stand where you are so I can pray with you. I'll see you and I'll pray with you. Thank you. Yes, I see that in the balcony. Yes. I want to run to the Lord. I want to run to the strong tower. I've been running after other things and they never satisfied me. Thank you. Thank you. I see you. Thank you. One more time. I said, I'm not going to prolong this. He said, the Lord, you brought me here for a purpose. And this is a time for me to recommit yourself or commit myself for the first time or for the last time, whatever it may be. We cannot guarantee our life, not a second. I wake up every morning, I look up to the heaven, I say, Lord, if it's today, I got my spiritual bags packed. I'm ready to go. Will you be able to do that? Will you be able to say that? If the Lord comes tonight, would you be ready to go and be with Him in heaven? You can do that tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I see all the standing. Father, heaven sees everyone. Heaven knows everyone. Heaven knows the secrets of every heart. And I pray in the name of Jesus with these precious, precious men and women of God. I pray in the name of Jesus that they will experience a new renewal in Christ Jesus. I pray that they will experience the power of that name working in them and through them and in them. For I pray this in the matchless name of Jesus, the name to whom every knee shall bow, sooner or later shall bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And all of God's people said, praise the Lord. Let's stand up and sing it together. Thank you. Thanks for listening to a very special event that originated from London's Methodist Central Hall, where many gathered recently to hear Dr. Michael Youssef teach from God's Word and celebrate the 20th anniversary of Leading the Way's ministry in the UK. I have been ordained in the Church of England in 1975 and read extensively about the revivals and how God really has impacted the world through the United Kingdom, and I've always had a soft spot. Years have passed, and leading the way was uh, moving around the world. I was invited to meet with a small group of uh, men who were visiting from the UK at NRB, that's the National Religious Broadcasters here in the United States, and they said they're launching a new Christian radio station. And there is no Christian radio station in London. This is it. They're launching it. And so they asked me, would you broadcast? I jumped all over it. And uh, so we've been broadcasting on Premier now for 20 years.
I remember going out to the Church of the Apostle in Atlanta and being blown away by what I would call a modern day cathedral. I remember sitting there in the pew hearing it and thinking, the UK needs to hear the Christian message proclaimed like this. We'd got Premier Radio in car and we're going to work and all of a sudden Dr. Michael Yusuf come on. I have listened to Dr. Michael Yusuf on Premier Radio for the last three, four years now. I was listening to Premier Radio, um, you know, one of the largest radio stations here. And that's the first time I, I heard Dr. Yusuf. And of course, later on, God opened other doors like TBN. The UK is seen as a gateway to the Middle East. So it's a fantastic opportunity for us to have Dr. Youssef on the channel. I utterly appreciate leading the way um, the ministry and Dr. Michael Youssef's teachings because they've um, really helped me grow my faith and they've, they've shown me just how much they reach out to people across the world. Premier Christian Radio, your voice of hope. We'd got Premier Radio in in car and we're going to work and all of a sudden Dr. Michael Youssef come on. Uh, we're leading the way and he just spoke straight to me, directly to me. God is meaningless for those who do not feel a desperate need for forgiveness of their sins. He's in Atlanta, I'm in Rotherham in my car and he's connecting directly with me. It, it was unbelievable. Five days a week we had Dr. Michael Youssef leading the way um, every morning. It had just set us up for the day. I think we'd still be struggling a bit now. Because before we knew God, or before we'd even heard of Dr. Michael Youssef, we just had no idea, no clue whatsoever. Changed his life so much. Who forgave me all of my sins and gave me the assurance of eternal life with him in heaven. All, all scripture that's hard to understand, he just made it so simple for me. And I love the fact that he he talks about the culture and the history, so it gives you even more understanding of what Jesus was speaking to the people at the time. Um, and he just makes me confident in spreading this message to people. So in our local area, we have quite a, a big Muslim community. Um, and obviously with how Leading the Way and Dr. Michael Yusuf reach out to the Muslim community, it'd be the ideal uh, ministry to bring to the Muslim community. Our area can be a bit unforgiving sometimes and we want to be able to provide a safe place for people to be able to come and worship God. And God showed us we a coffee shop cafe where we can get Dr. Michael Yusuf and lead in the way to people. We want to be able to put that on in the coffee shop so people that come to get a coffee can hear it, can listen to it or have his books around so they can come and sit down and have a read. We've already started the process of teaching people God's Word. It's just on a bigger scale. Everything has been uncompromised biblical truth. And I think to preach that so strongly in this day and age as well can be quite um, a challenging thing. Uh, we don't see it in many places or hear it in many places. And Dr. Yusuf just doesn't budge from that. How can you doubt that he loves you? When Jesus left the splendor of heaven and came to earth and died for you in order to pay the wages and the consequences, of your sin and mine. Will you respond to him? Will you respond to his love? As a worldwide ministry, Leading the Way relies on the prayers and the financial support of listeners like you. 
So take just a moment, learn ways that Leading the Way is taking the gospel across six continents in 28 of the world's most spoken and most understood languages. Visit ltw.org. Ministry representatives at the Ministry Call Center can also give you direction. The number 866-626-4356. That's ltw.org and 866-626-4356. Dr. Michael Youssef passionately proclaims uncompromising truth around the world through the multiple ministry outreaches of Leading the Way. Learn more at ltw.org. This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef.